guys, 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 I have something. So, okay, let's not say guys. Guys, gals, girls, gays, people, and theys. Listen, we have a fascinating episode in store for you today. I'm so excited about this because this guest is somebody that I met recently and has sort of changed my perspective on how I look at myself as an artist. And I thought, well, shit, what better place to bring this genius on than House of Herbie? This is what we want to do, right? It's what we do here. That's what we do here. So I guess without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and snap my fingers and she's going to appear. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, Wendy Parr hey, in the house, welcome, in the house welcome, of Herbie. Okay, this so is excited to be here. This is a very exciting one because y'all, I went to the Melanie Martinez album release party like a couple months ago. We both were at the party. I was there too. You did not have the pleasure of, of making the acquaintance of Wendy. Yeah, I think so. But I was like, uh, oh, Janine, shout out to Janine who yes. introduced us. Oh, and God, I, I hate Janine. She's just, oh, wow. She's <laughs> listening to this right now. Janine, what she's on tour fucking... right now listening to this, probably weeping because you said that. No, I'm kidding. We love, love you, Janine. Don't hurt me. Um, but she was like, you need to know each other. She's just one of those connectors. And you're a fabulous connector, too. I've learned more and more about Wendy. I got home, followed her Instagram, and I was like, holy shit. Same, same. This brilliant human is what folks are calling a holistic art artist coach. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, where were you 20 years ago when I was becoming an artist? And, you know, before I signed the bad record deals and did all the, you know, pretended to be somebody I was not. That would be an interesting back to the future movie. I would watch that. Yeah. (laughs) This is like you, you with a holistic artist coach. Going back in time. You are the scientist with the machine in the the car in the DeLorean. Hey, oh wow! There we welcome is. Luna, and you've now been christened into the house. She knows Luna I just love Luna just jumped she on Wendy's does. lap. Um, no, but f- f- the, a better intro that I sort of scribbled down before you got here. Uh, she, Wendy's also an artist, an educator, uh, connector with over twenty years in the industry now, mm-hmm. coaching top music artists and we don't name drop on this podcast but we will sarah Bareilles, <laughs> regina specter melanie martinez to name a few um her coaching helps to build a life and career of success in authentic expression that's what i understood from yeah. the research i did and and i was like wow what a privilege and a luxury to have somebody looking out for you on that front because so many artists have just it's it's really challenging to figure out who you are the way that the industry is set up is the opposite of that. Yes. I, I don't think it intends to be like, right. like when I talk to managers or I talk to labels, they're like, we want our artists to know who they are. We want them to tell us what they want. But between, oh gosh, constant content you're supposed to be making, constantly putting out a single, um, trying to like keep your career going from single to single, like no one's signing a seven album deal anymore. Right. right? So you're like, if I just slip up once, that could be the end of my relationship with this label. Like, um, the fact that artists are asked to do everything. Yes. She edit your videos, make video short content, like make short form content and be good at it and be great at it. Yeah. yeah. Come on, be good at it. Exactly. <laughs> do five jobs. That's exactly right. So <laughs> artist development, there are definitely labels have artist development. Managers do a lot of it, but it's really expected of the artist to do on their own for so long until someone shows any interest. And, you know, as an average, it takes seven to 10 years to really find your voice. That's right. That's not the number we always say. Sure, sure does, seven years, y'all. So for those of you that are listening, welcome back to House of Herbie. This is a safe space for self-discovery and bad bitchery. And a lot of our listeners are not just music artists. So I do love, um, I love that we all have so much experience now in music specifically, but this 
genius applies to every creative yeah, same job. Through lines, it's absolutely. like even if yeah. you're making pottery, if you're a painter, if you're an actor, like these all apply. And so I can't wait to get into it more. Uh, Wendy's also introduced. Um, she's a connector in that she has even put bands together. Yep. And so at Wendy Parr on Instagram, and I believe it's Wendy Parr official for YouTube. Yep. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the plug. That's all I have to say. Now let's talk about everything, including the par method, which yes. is really exciting. And I would love to hear more about that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Well, as you asked, like 20 years ago, I was really developing my philosophy, right? I was, I am an artist. I started working when I was eight years old, actor, voiceovers. Eight? Yes. Stage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How are you not traumatized? <laughs> oh, I was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> so, I mean, someone's asked me, like, I remember someone, you know, maybe, maybe in middle school or something was like, you're really cool. Like, how'd you get to be this person? I was like, I went through so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Like, how, hundred percent. Soak yeah. it up y'all. Yeah. There's like, and I've, I, I noticed like my resistance in the world or my frustration comes when like I run into something hard and I'm like, Oh, why, why is this hard? But the more I just accept, Oh no, life is hard. Like that's the given. You're going to run into obstacles. There's going to be stuff in your way. There's going to be great people, shitty people. Life is hard. Oh, okay. That's the given. So when you run into it, you just go, Oh, this is here to help me work around it, take another direction, learn something like, Oh, I can't get through this until I learn this new software. Hmm. Okay. That's what we're doing. Yep. You know? And I find myself less frustrated and less victimy, right? So that I'm like, Oh no, this is the given. And also, can I make it less hard for myself? Yeah. Like, let I don't want to throw up the roadblocks that are going to be there. So can I get through my stuff that is making me resistant or my limiting beliefs or what have you? And again, stuff I've gone through certainly uh, informs my coaching. Yes. And then of course I'm always learning, learning from the people I coach and learning in life, like how to do this better. You know, my job I feel is vocally like helping an artist as fast as I can accomplish their, their goals. Right. So I've got thousands of tools to help you improve your voice, grow it. So you can do what you want to do on stage, on tour. So I want to do that as fast as I can so we can get to the fun. Yeah. So you have practical, you're actually a voice coach, yep. which is kind of like, I would call that more of like the mechanics of this. Sure. But then you're also almost like a mentor, spiritual therapy. Artist coach. It's a holistic. Developing, yeah. Developing the voice. Yeah. Right. Because right, that's, that's your spirit. That's your belief system. That's your emotional connection is what we're all doing this for. And this is the reason anybody's going to fucking give a shit. Yeah. This, because that's right. the singer community often forgets. That's not just like, can I hit this? No. Yeah. Like, can I get all the notes? It's actually more, more so I would say 80 to 90% about your emotional connection. A hundred percent true. And yes. storytelling. Yes. And so I spent most of my youth, like just trying to hit the notes. That's right. Most people do. Totally. I never even, taught? I never even considered what you have it, to hit notes. Sing the fucking note right. Yeah. yeah sing I, it like everybody else is singing it. Sing I, it powerfully. Sing it. You know, yeah. Sing it better. Sing it higher. Sing it longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And in Be that Whitney process, Houston. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and in that process, what happened? Like my heart and soul is back here. My voice is out here. Yep. People are like applauding my vocal skills. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't see me at all. And I, I don't really like this and I'm not having fun anymore. This thing I love the most is not, it's like horrible now. So was there a particular moment when you, cause that's that right there that you just said, the being able to observe the, the disconnect is can be really really challenging yes. when you're in it it's you do you don't know that that's what you're experiencing so yeah. when 
if you don't mind, like walk through like how you were able to observe that disconnect and then like start making the changes. So I'd say starting at around 15 is when I started really getting the, here's a really, this is how you're supposed to sing. This is the right way to sing. You're going to be the example of the perfect singer. And so that's when it started getting worse and worse. And also that's when I was (laughs) pitching to Motown, my demo. And Mm. then, you know, Warner Brothers. I got goosebumps. So you're already, you were in the I remember this feeling exactly, but I was in Nebraska, so I didn't have label, even talking to labels. Yeah. So yeah, Motown heard my, demo, which at the time was recorded in a studio with a live string section. It was a record. It wasn't like a demo because there was no such thing as a home studio yet. Totally. Oh, that's right? kind of hot though. Shit, that's live, amazing. Nothing is still going to fucking nothing beat a beats live that. string yeah. section. Yeah. Oh, I agree Woo, with you. I agree with that you. that shit. So they're listening to my demo while producing like a TV show. This is what I was told. Like, oh, we listened to it all weekend while building the sets and da, da, da. We don't know what to do with a 15-year-old who sings like that because oh. there were no 15-year-olds in the marketplace yet. Right? Like holy shit. Yeah. This was before YouTube. Yep. Right? This is dating dating myself. <laughs> Which is totally fine. We you do it all why? the time hey, on the show. Yeah. When our first band blew up, it was pre Instagram. <laughs> it was pre fucking and it like, you know. Yeah. Wasn't even that long ago necessarily. <laughs> That's exactly it's all happening right. super fast. Super fast. I did not grow up with a cell phone. Right. Yep. Like yep. I, at some point I you know, obviously, but I was more in my adult years, whenever it was. So anyway. Um so they didn't know what to do with me. And then the next thing, you know, again, next label I'm making, I was an R&B singer at that time. I'm very soulful, but I'm more in the like Americana, which has a lot of gospel roots mm-hmm. and pop. Like that would be my more my own wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love gospel music and I'm soulful, but I'm not an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Like that's not my home place. But um, so I was, I'm doing music, Warner Brothers, like, yeah, this is all right. This is good. But you should be doing more like alt pop. Why? Because Alanis was huge at the moment. Oh, right? see. So Alanis broke. And then they're like, we're looking for the next Alanis. You yeah. Know, you should do that. <laughs> so again, just being not listened to or seen and really just directed in spaces that like they're not looking at me. They're looking at what can we market right now? What would, what do we think would sell tomorrow? Mm. Let's get you to do that. Mm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And so it was during that process and me exploring myself and also as a human, I've always been into just who am I, who am I, yeah. what's humanity about? Like, how do I evolve into a person and have a life I love? Like, I've just always been curious about whatever that is. You Why know? am I here? Yeah. Pretty terrifying to yeah. think Reading about Carlos those Castaneda things. Is like 12 year old, you know, <laughs> seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, just, um, yeah, that's fantastic. That's I just, very advanced. I just, well, I just think like, you know, I, reincarnation is a thing your spirit is a thing and this body has a brain like the spirit and body are connected and your body's going to tell you uh no don't like this stuff i'm mm. i'm gonna make us sick so you can't do You're right you got to pause <laughs> it's not your stop. path mm-hmm. yeah exactly not your mm-hmm. path we're gonna get real sick because you haven't dealt with any of your trauma so you're gonna have to deal with that in order to heal you know <laughs> your body's gonna tell you full-on yes or full-on no right yeah. so start listening you know, and I I understand that it takes like, a well, the reason you get spammed with marketing stuff is because you have to see something 11 times before you even ponder. Mm. Oh, am I interested in that? Is it 11 times now? This is what yes. we talk about all the time. We always I said it was like three and then it became 11. seven. Oh, shit. 
And if we Google now, social... it may have gone up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Since yesterday. We're all fucked. Well, now with social media, because we talk about this all the time, and this is you know breaking songs currently, you know, but I remember like, okay, Stranger Things. It literally was like the eighth time it was personally recommended to me. Mm, Yo, yes. dude, you got to fucking Passionate check this, this reviews show out. from friends. Yeah. shit's we fucking like, crazy. Maybe. It's like... It's like Spielberg, but like E.T., but like scary, but not. It's 80s, but like, it's Goonies. Yeah. Yes. It's Goonies. And we were like, yeah, I'm check, check, check. Yep, all sure, things we whatever, like. Okay. fuck off. Didn't yeah, watch yeah. it. Didn't watch it. Finally, right? and literally it was like the eighth person. And you think about that too. Like we Look talk at your about own this behavior. All the time yeah. When we're promoting records too. And it's like, because we're indie, so we don't have that look of the, you know, that huge imprint, which is going to be, you know, eight of those 11. The label could do like eight things. for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, but you still have to do so much. They're still going to just come to you yep. and say, hey, post about it. That's our marketing plan. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, buddy. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But you're keeping all the money, though. <laughs> so it's just an interesting and it's it's this is an important thing. Like it is the marketing side is just so you really do just have to beat the shit out of it sometimes. Yep. You 100% have to. But anyway, And there's sorry, so much noise. There's so much, right? So much noise. And so that's eight people telling you, We, it's. I think it's even more for ourselves. Like your mm. own voice is going to say, hey, write that book. Hey, write that book. Hey, write that book. And it's, not, it's probably like 25 times I, for yeah, yourself. Like, oh my God, we're up to huge. 25 just now? only in your head, you yes. know? So you're 15 years old and you have the... The courage to have this vulnerability with yourself. Not yet. Oh. It was in my it was in my twenties when I was like making another record, and mm. I'm like, oh, I don't like the way I Something's sound. Something's going on here. I don't like music's not fun. Yep. What's wrong? Yep. And what I did was I actually just threw out technique and everything I'd been told. I was like, where's the bottom of my voice? Like it's I I played Tevia as a kid mm. in the original key. Like I played a male role <laughs> and sang it in the original key. Where's the bottom of my voice now? And I spent six months just singing songs uh, by men in their keys just to like find my guts again and find my chest voice again. And then just started singing music I love. And then I was like, okay, technique was definitely helpful. So how do I bring it back in a way that serves me Mm. and I'm not serving it? So it wasn't a waste. You still were able to utilize the techniques that you were faking for a while. No, no, I was using them. I just made them more important than the soul and the connection. Right? That's what was lost. Like that's what it is. I, I, and this is how I teach technique. Mm -hmm. And like when I had a session with Sarah Bareilles, the first session I have with everyone is called Blueprint, and we're gonna have a conversation about like what you love about music and what's getting in the way of that, Mm -hmm. so we can clear it up. And when I had this session with her, I was saying to her, I was like, "This is my philosophy, and it's not quite finished. There's a missing piece. I, I I don't have it yet, and I know that." Like, cause it was evolving with me and with my coaching and understanding. And she actually gave me a piece of it and hmm. answering the question. She gave me this, this piece, which was that she invites her audience in. And I was like, that's the word. That's it right there. I'm just getting goosebumps this entire podcast. Like I'm wearing a jacket so you can't see, but I've got <laughs> goosebumps all over my body. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Because it's, you know, most people get on stage and you've been told to project. Please don't project. That just makes you yell. Uh, you do need to have strength in your voice and right. connection, but not projecting. And so a lot of times you you get on stage thinking, I have to give to my audience, I have to make them like me, I have to like, I have to do everything in this outward direction. Mm. But no, it's just you showing up doing you like you are right now. Here I am, I'm just going to share with you, talk with you. And you're going to invite people in mm. to your heart, your soul, your emotional life. You're inviting in. We're getting vulnerable to share. And then the audience could be like, Oh, now I get to feel you. Now I get to feel my feelings. And that's what the applause is. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm feeling. Thank you. You've cracked through this shell. Thank you. I'm dancing. Thank you. I'm crying. Whatever. You're, I got you my were. money's worth and I'll be back next time with four friends. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. whatever journey you're taking them on, that's that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like some band is going to be there to like help you forget your troubles. Somebody else is there to like help you like not feel alone. And someone else is going to be all about connecting you to love. Like everyone's got a different purpose, right? In their yep. message. Yep. But that's, you can have three raspy notes to your name and do that. Yeah. You yeah. can move the audience. <laughs> they asked Johnny Cash, right? They're like, why do you sing so low? And why? I don't know why I'm from the South all of a sudden, but they're like, why do you sing so low? And why? Do you? And he's like, I don't know how to do anything else. There you go. So good. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. You know now, what I mean? But I feel like that inviting that. the audience in even applies to social media now. Because so many people are yeah. so thrown off and challenged by how do I put, who am I online? It's the exact same, same. technique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just open up your heart to people. Like, what do I want to say? What's my message? Who am I? If you're funny, then be funny. Like on social media, be awkward, be an introvert. Mm-hmm. Don't, please don't go be a comedic actor doing like the, do you bet? And you're talking to yourself and like, <laughs> if that's not you. Right. Right. Like right. you won't see me pose like a model. <laughs> it's not my stardust. I tried right? it. It didn't work out. <laughs> we do have a photo shoot after this. So. <laughs> okay. But you know when people like try to like they're, like they're posing like they're models. And oh you're like, man, I did it. You're not that. It's not your archetype. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not we, your stardust. We have a new thing now where we're like, okay, we're not comedians. Right. Okay, I'm not a chemist because I'm like making skincare my own. I'm making like my own lotions yes. now, and I'm like, okay, well, but this thing. is just for fun. This is a hobby. We don't have to monetize this. Okay, you know, we did end up selling Aura Spray at some yeah. point, but it's like uh, I'm not this. I'm not. Sometimes what you're not is more helpful to uncover. What well, helps you clarify? You yeah, know? you also don't have to be that to do it. Like, right, but you are like I am making lotions. Right? right, there are people who think they're not singers, and I'm like, you're singing. Yeah, like, yeah. It, but it's you not. But not they think that's not my identity, right. or I'm not good enough for that. Right, right. right. Oh, I have not trained. Oh, that's that's good. a big one. People won't that. drop. People won't even start pursuing their passion because they're like, well, I'm not. I didn't go to music school. I didn't. I didn't Don't learn. Well, we went to music school, and it took, <laughs> we still we have imposter syndrome. Well, it it took me like two years afterwards because I was a jazz guy so mm-hmm. I was heavy in that hole and, and at Berkeley too it's very um, trombone player it's a very oh, either, cool. yeah, jazz trombone mm. I was young I don't, I don't know what the fuck my parents were thinking let me do that <laughs> <laughs> they were supporting your dream yeah how do you get a trombone player uh, off your uh, uh, how, wait, wait, how, oh no how do <laughs> how do you get a trombone player off your doorstep paying for the pizza oh <laughs> That's so rude. Trauma. What were we saying before that? You were saying how long it took you after music school. Oh yeah, mm. to actually forget everything, feel music again. Yeah, and it was t- it was years. Yeah. It was literally years. Oh god. Yeah, that's the same. Like I started getting training, and some of it obviously helped me. So this is the key, like why I train the way I train. I'm an artist. I know what I went through. If I can prevent people from going down that path, that's going to steer you off for a long time. My training is all about from the beginning. We're going to get your skills greater. Like yeah. that's like you want to hit high notes easier. We're going to do it. Everyone wants that. Yeah. We're going to do it. You want to be healthy and be able to sing on tour and not lose your voice. We're going to do that mm-hmm. too. But the point of everything we're doing is so that you can do what you love doing from the time you were a kid when you sing music or when you're in the car. And that is have a good time. I'm there to express myself. I'm there to move my audience. Mm-hmm. I just want to have fun while I'm doing this and not worry about my voice. Mm. Yeah. And not worry about social media and not worry about like, so one of two human issues, well, one more artistic, but a core human issue, which 
I've discovered from all my years of coaching. And then if I look outside in the world, I'm like, oh, yes, I see this confirmed. Hmm. You know, humans don't feel good enough. That's like a core wound. Yes. Core wound. It's just, it's a false belief we all have. Mm. The bigger that belief is, the worse it is on you, right? Right. Like it's going to take you a lot longer to get out of the hole before you can start climbing the mountain. Mm. And if you're climbing the mountain of success, like if you're getting more successful and that's there significantly, Mm. it, it gets worse. So we're going to address that from the beginning because we want to shrink that down. And a lot of it is just false beliefs. I heard you mention it in your podcast too. I'm trying to remember what you said in there. Um, Just from the time we're born, there's like, sit still, be quiet, be more like this. Mm, Can't you be more like your sister? (laughs) Put in boxes labeled. I I didn't even know. I was the good girl. In my family. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wait, was so that you? Sorry. Oh, you're the helpful one. He was the helpful yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No. That killed me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I've always been the douchebag. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Oh, wow. Congratulations. It must be the trombone player thing. It, it is. But we have to, like, we so have. So you see that in all your, like, almost everywhere. All your clients in. in... Oh, 100%. Wow. Like, we, we're all given, and then go to school, like, depending on where you went to school. But vast majority you know, you're told a good student gets A's in everything. Mm. That's a big lie. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not true at all. So from a young age, people are, <laughs> she's, she's out. Luna's a, she's a, a, a podcast she's a good nap. napper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so from an, a very young age, we're, we've already decided a lot of things about ourselves or been told a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Well, the good news is, is that from age 30 to 60, our job is actually to unravel those patterns. Let's go 30 to 60. And build new ones. Yeah, And totally. redefine ourselves and like uncover who we are. And like, this is why we from love, trauma. We love yep. seeing more yep. artists that are in their older ages. Like the, for yep. so long, labels are only signing, only interested in like young people. And I was like, no, no, this is like when it gets good, y'all. Yeah. This yeah. is when you start to actually know who you are. Yeah. From enough life experience and having these... Knowing what doesn't, what didn't work. That's so true. You know true. what I mean? It's, so true. It was so, especially for us, that was very essential. It wasn't until I was 30 that I was like, oh, I'm going to write all my songs about self worth. Amazing. For, until I feel satiated, <laughs> until Amazing. it feels like I'm making an impact. And it seems to be working, but it's, it's, awesome. it's like so many songs were about other things. And I was like, this is kind of a core yeah. happiness requirement. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And that's actually true. Like, so adolescence is till 24, mm. you know, Saturn return. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then your 30s is like, prime time vocally and it's where maturity starts true yeah and it's often also where people get really sick in your 30s so true you have health all these health, health things issue. come up yep. like and it's oh, because I hey the stuff we haven't like cleared from the 20s yep. stuff yes. we haven't looked at dealt with like yep. it's physically manifesting so we gotta like let's look at that so you can again be wow. the person you're here to be mm-hmm. show up being you so like, you're listening to the right podcast if you're between the ages of all ages <laughs> Congratulations. If you're you're if you're in a body on earth, <laughs> yeah. this is for you. Yeah. It's it's really I mean it's I'm very grateful. I really am. Like I had like rough youth stuff and and all the stuff that, you know, didn't serve me has served me to learn from. I was going to say right? it's made you exactly who you are, which yeah. is a gift to this planet. No, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just it's not I'm not mad about it anymore. You know, I was definitely mad about it for you some time. take your time and yeah. be mad. Yeah. I, I, I had do to work that. through the hurt and the betrayal and yep. that's we have to. Like Everyone on this planet, you will all be betrayed. I know. It's a given. You're not yeah. going to cheat it, man. Huh. You try so hard not to. And you it's, say uh, that's what we come here for. Yeah. Which is fucked, but it's true. <laughs> it that's might true. just be a big video game. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they will find out when you die. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Don't unplug it. Yeah. Don't unplug it. <laughs> or maybe unplug it. Yeah. So I just, you know, for me growing up, like as an artist and as a person, just told in so many ways, don't be you. Like you can't be you. 
Do and not I, and be. And I can't tell you how many times. I have when, to like shake it had, off. Yeah, there was a, our major label experience was very. You know, they don't say it necessarily. Right. In, they do want out like that. They Correct. do want. They do deep down want you to be your authentic self. It's just they haven't healed either. And so that, they're they're giving you the roundabout of but do but do do good and there's so much pressure that you do that outward thing you were talking about where yeah. you're reaching and reaching you're not inviting it's mm. too much pressure when there's money involved there's jobs yeah. on the line no the yeah. allowing in the the allowing and inviting is a, is a great approach mm. that's a really powerful approach because it, it slows everything down and it puts you in your power more you 100%. know so then it's more like it, then you you flirt with it then it's more you you it's got your swagger all of a sudden way sexier I love that. do you know what i mean cuz then like, it's then it's like oh okay Oh, yeah, right. come here. I'm going to give you come this. Here. Yeah. You <laughs> no, I'm here. It? You come here. You like it? <laughs> yeah, it's like calm. It's this calm way of moving. And we've been working on this recently, actually, just not necessarily with music, but in life. Just like, what if I wake up in the morning and instead of like, ah, like, there's what I have to do. What if you just let it all go, babe? I know this is really hard, but yeah. it just is. let it. Yeah. I, it's, it's try to done, see if sure. you can flirt. We often say flirt with the universe, like let things synchronistically happen. So mm. you're like, wow, I wonder why that person told me I had a nice sweater today. Oh, isn't that nice? I might just pay for the coffee for the person behind me. We used to do this thing on this podcast where it was like acts of kindness. We mm. just say, hey, okay, like do something for a stranger and see what happens. And that's kind of how you get into that zone. But that's that's this is all applicable to all creatures Everything. living. Yeah. You, you just said, for example, someone's like, oh, I love your sweater. Yeah. Oh, they love this. The color, the cut. Oh, so this looks good on me. And then suddenly you're like, I'm going to do more of this. Yeah. I get great response moving through the world in this thing that I already like. Mm. Not that someone else put on me. Right. Right. Like I chose this and the world's responding. Didn't have to reach. Right. You just no did. reaching just at are. all. Okay. I'm going to do more of this. And again, apply that to social media, apply that to your art. Oh, I get response from this thing that came from me in the first That's place. It. I'm going to do more of it. And then you're going to do other things that came from you. And you'll be like, no one's receiving that. Okay, do I tweak it or do I just move? Like, do I pivot? Yeah. And so if you keep creating things that you enjoy and you like, and this is how I like to spend my day. Say it louder for the kids in the back. You're creating your life. Yes. Yeah, but it's very true. And so micro pivots, we, we talk about that shit fucking constantly because that's the game. Mm-hmm. That's the game. So true. If you have the patience to continue doing these fucking micro pivots all the time, yep. then you will land in some, maybe it's not exactly what you thought it would be. Maybe you're not I don't Whitney think it Houston. will ever be exactly what you thought it would be. I don't think so. Well, no, you're very, I just very don't, true. I don't think it ever, I think right. the world has something bigger for all of us than we can imagine. Yes. Except for so Derek Jeter. Be- Derek Jeter was a kid and he's like, I'm going to be the shortstop for the New York Yankees. Okay. And then he fucking was. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck that well, guy. <laughs> but everybody else. <laughs> but I really do mean it. Like, I, I mean, you aim for a horizon and the world's going to keep going a little more this way. Yeah. Yes. Still, hey, Herbie, this way. Like, yeah. did you know you were going to be House of Herbie? No. Exactly. No, absolutely not. But you not. knew like artist, music, like, but where you land will be better mm. if you if you listen, mm. right? If you listen, it's if a- you're open and you little pivots so when is your and book coming hard. out <laughs> but it's, it's hard it's in to like it's sometimes. fourth draft it's like an advanced copy is it really <laughs> yes. that's so exciting so yeah. i mean i don't know if you want to do you want to walk us through with the whole method the par method or oh, you said the to. blueprint blueprint is such a beautiful name yes. for this initial sure. consultation yeah absolutely i'd love to happy to talk about it i think i love like i love what you're about is what i'm about like helping people transform to create lives they love yeah can we imagine Ooh. the whole planet like that i know, oh, I know. utopia it, the whole planet won't get there. That's why but I if, love that if, you have twenty percent <laughs> gets there. Oh, we'd have a five, much better world. Five yeah. fucking anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's true. It would. It'll ripple. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. And you sharing it with people helps other people do it. And then they share it. They're just an example to people. Keep going. And for me, like, that's the reason to have a large audience. What happens? You get to just ripple more people. Like, oh, I get to I empower more my people. My favorite part of the job. I didn't yeah. expect that either. My whole life, I was like, it's about me. And like, I need to be the model. And da, da, da. And then I was you like, just I, young. I get right. Yeah. Yeah. I just get more joy, like yeah. giving platforms to things I believe in and building this community of yeah. creative people that think like me and yeah. want what we want. And now this is power. It is. It is. And power to like empower people. Yeah. I yeah. love Authentic that. power. Yes. Yeah. And it, it continues self-perpetuating. Like it feels good. It's, it feels positive. It, you know what I mean? And it's totally. like, a, I try to check in sometimes like, am I doing it for, egoic. is there like egoic? Yeah. And of course I think a little bit of that is healthy. Sure. Well, you're satisfied, right? Like, Oh, yeah. this is fulfilling you. Yeah. So if it's not, you wouldn't be doing it. Correct. Right? So you have yeah. to have that first check in for the alignment sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as long as you're a, a, like you're saying, if you can observe your ego when you're in it, you like, then that's, it, it doesn't control you. I think when you get unconscious and then it, it controls everything, that's yeah. when you get a lot of suffering. You're going to have a lot of fucked up situations. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're, we're literally just like a whole bunch of addictions and habits and patterns. <laughs> like there's yeah. just stuff yeah. automatic, ha- knee jerk, knee jerk. And we have to learn to like notice those patterns and be like, oh, I just react to that kind of thing all the time. That's a mm. thing, you know? And so how can I unwire it, unravel it, unwire it? And there's a lot of resources in the world for that. I have, I have therapists. I have a healer that it's going to sound very woo woo, but oh, we are very woo. woo. Uh, yeah. We don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> but it, he's legit. Like he is genuinely, is he shaman genuine. vibes? No, he's a medium. So oh, he, he's a lot of guides that guide him mm. and he does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. And I've known him for 10 years. Almost every artist I work with at some point works with him a little to a lot. So cool. I've seen anxiety disappear. I've seen yeah. people sh- transform. I've transformed. I'm like, mm. let's talk about those old patterns. Like we'll oh, be getting I'm. his information. Yeah, <laughs> gladly. He's he is remarkable, and I have found that work. There's I've done you know somatic body work with someone where I'm like mm. I need to work on this and get this pain out of my body. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done traditional therapy, which can be really helpful. It's for me, it's helped me like understand cognitively a a lot of things like, Mm. Oh, that's a human thing. That's not a you thing. Right. That's like, that's what fascinating. Right. Right. No, that's just like, Oh, that's the biology. Every human responds like that. Totally. Right. It's nothing you're going to escape. Just learn to live As opposed to like, it's my problem. Like, Oh, that's just me. No, no, that's, that's Mm. fight or flight response. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So fascinating. That means you're alive. Congratulations. All these these different modalities of investing and discovering who you are. That is, that's what we're about. Yeah. And it's, it's fascinating because it has been, that is what actually we're most excited about when we really break it down. It's the making. And when we were on, you know, when you're in that, when there's this weird thing that happens when you have something sacred like music and it turns into a business and you have to make money from it, right? Because the relationship to it changes. Yes. But you can't, uh, sometimes if you, if you just get too caught Making it a product, yes, just can sometimes take away the magic of finding what it is. For me, that connection is like the artist's job is always to move your audience, yeah. to give them an emotional mm. experience, yeah. take wow. them on a ride. So even when it's a product you're trying to sell, is this product taking them on the journey? Right. Is the is the marketing that we're doing taking them on an emotional? Is it offering so is some the value fantasy? Of some sort? Yes, we always yeah. say, yeah. is it the fantasy? Yeah, is exactly. it to the fantasy or not? Exactly. Yeah, so that. No matter what you're doing, is this 
is this satisfying my purpose with them? Is it going to help me impact them the way I want to impact? And again, sometimes if it's not landing, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Sometimes it can just be the delivery. Mm. Sometimes it's the musical arrangement. Sometimes Mm. it's the, well, you know what? I think we went in this direction is too edgy. It needs to come back Mm. towards this part of ourselves. There's those pivots again. Yeah. All those pivots. Wow. Just watch the... For me, like the healing part, what I was saying is like, for me, like the cognitive part was useful and helpful, but it didn't help make change. Whereas like getting into like body work or somatic work or work with Wayne was like, oh, I've changed now. Molecularly. Yes. Shit. So that's, that's some tips from Wendy Parr right here. She (laughs) says the therapy is very helpful. Super helpful. Cognitively, but you got to combo it. It's helpful to combo it with other modalities. Yeah. I recently studied Reiki, which is Mm -hmm. a fun one. That's a, um, is somatic is body work. Is that, um, sound? No, it's, it's like getting it into the breath. body, into the cell. It can be breath work. Mm. It can be other types of movement work. Um, it would be sword a fun, fights. it would be a fun. Ad- sword fights. Sword fights. That'll, that'll do something. That'll do it. <laughs> I'm definitely feeling something. Yes. I feel like you stabbed Fight me with a flight. sword. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a fun little mini series where we just go around trying different things. Like really, because I think a lot of times you grew up probably, well, you grew up in LA, so maybe yeah. you had access to like, sure more healers like in nebraska we were not even therapy was like oh no you're crazy if you go to therapy right that's right i get that the shame is crazy but now with the internets we have access to all these practitioners too talented people and i think you have to also research because i've definitely seen like very popular people that are like oh that's dangerous yeah or they don't actually know what they're doing at all sure (laughs) make sure you like Check real reviews and yep. like, yeah. you know, what, what have people actually experienced here? What's going on? Do a little research or, you know, again, personal recommendations are always good. Because even healers are artists. I mean, they're... They're still people. They're people. Those healers so they're, are they're still on the same journey we're talking e- about. They're, they're trying shit. to not go outward and really, you know, have invite their audience in and... Unless they're a authentic. Okay, right. Yeah, yes. right, right. Right? Like, I, I was working with someone who was very helpful, but then would start to pressure me for like, well, let's book four more sessions. And I'm like, yeah. look, I'm Chill, in, bro. I serve people. Yeah. I know when someone's going for money. Like, yeah. that's, I, that's I'm going to really, pause this That's one. a really interesting mm. intersection because it felt like that with the label, right? So that's where it, that's when the authenticity drops out and then you're feeling used and it starts mm. to become trauma rather than. Because they, they feel like they're doing their job, right? They're they're being paid by someone who's just trying to get the maximum exposure for this record or sure. the best creative whatever, right? Yeah. And the artist wants that too. But then what happens is when there's stress and money and all this pressure involved is it just the priorities start changing. Big time. Hey, I don't care if you're tired right now, bro. You've been tired for a week. Yeah. Get over it. Here's some cocaine. Right. <laughs> right. Whatever you yeah, need to whatever do you need. Yeah. to just get through. I need you to fucking record this shit. I just watched the Whitney Houston. This is just bringing up that movie to me. The yeah. uh, Dance with Somebody movie. Mm-hmm. The actress did an amazing job. And like, I just, it ha- gave me so many of these thoughts about the music industry, but sure. any industry and yeah. the way that it used to be like Clive Davis would put a tape in a tape player yes. and they would listen to singles like it was so, and then, you know, her ascent into the drug use and all the, and you know, the queer relate the so much queerness in her story so much queerness. that was just ignored and just well, tight, like suppressed, ignored, suppressed, yeah, like yeah. completely, <laughs> like shut that shit down. And like her, her choosing, like consciously choosing to not follow her soul and her spirit yeah. in, a, in a few ways, which yeah. led to massive success, but then like huge, that huge hole. Well then, so then the, the question is, like, what is success? Right. We talk about that all the time. What is it? 
What does it mean? What is it for you? Do you, how many, you know, people that have achieved ultimate success in different entertainment things are the most miserable people you've ever met? I think almost everyone in America majority would say it's money. Well, I think, Uh, I think our world has turned money, fame and power into the meaning of life. Yes. Yes. I I would argue maybe humanity is (laughs) humanity is the meaning of life. Your, your joy, your fulfillment, you serving humanity, your journey and your vulnerability in sharing it. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, again, do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. But when we turn money and power and fame into the meaning of life, that's why we have what we have. And we have capitalism gone amok and, you know, people, a lot of people suffering and people like working so hard to like achieve very little. Right. Um, But if if the meaning of life was actually like you serving your purpose on this planet Mm. and being fulfilled and if everybody started doing that, we'd just have a happier society, culture, like it'd be very easy to make choices. You wouldn't need a law. Right. If the, if my, if I'm here to serve humanity, I won't poison the food. Correct. I won't do, you know, I won't do this. I won't murder. Like right. it, very easy if that's the meaning of life or the purpose or, you know, right. so I think that again, it's, I think artists definitely spend more time here than a lot of people. Right. right? Like, right. you know, I went to a breathwork ex- experience the other day that was so good. It was so good. Um, and the woman next to me, we were, you know, we're just in a conversation around things and what was she asking? Oh, we, the, the, we posed a question and, oh, I was saying, you know, I've just been practicing, like, how would I, how would I feel if I don't feel afraid? What would I do if I'm not afraid? And I noticed like little reactions that are really based in fear. If I'm just like, <gasps> you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, well, what happens if you don't feel fear right now? Oh, well, there's so many more choices now, Mm. right? I can ease into this moment and like, okay, wait, let me think about my choices instead of like, you know, white knuckling it for this moment. And they, they come up in really small ways, just being pressed for time, trying to get my toddlers in the car. Like that creates a a high level of anxiety. Yeah. And if I just go, you, it's okay for time. Like you're okay for time. If you're five minutes longer, like, oh, and then the pressure's gone. Right. Things like that. Well, the woman next to me was talking to me and she's like, well, how did you start to like, think about that? Like, what made you think, how do you, how, how could I, like, what made you even ask yourself, what if I wasn't afraid? So she has a lot less ex- experience or, or time in this sort of place where I like to live of mm. self-reflection and internal going in with my spirit and my consciousness. Right. And there's a lot of people who spent very little time here. Yeah. yeah. So little introductions into places but again, like, it's just so good, you know, it's just so good to just start to question. And, you know, as you said, like growing up in a family and you're like, this is who you are. Spend the whole life like that. <laughs> if you just start questioning that and you're like, hmm, maybe I like matcha instead of coffee. Maybe <laughs> I like a bath instead of a shower. Like all these little tiny things. Like I'm not going to eat that kind of food anymore. I just don't. I love this. I'm going to have more of that. And like just little by little, all these little choices are like satisfying, satisfying, satisfying. Yep. And then that makes big choices easier to make. Hmm. Yeah. Higher risk choices easier to totally. make. You know? Yeah. Because you've clarified all those little ones. You start yeah. to understand your, your value system or whatever. Yeah. And, and you just start saying yes to yourself. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm like, oh, I really want Indian food tonight. My friends are like, we're going for sushi. Am I going to say, no, I want Indian food. It's all about me and what I want. I'm like, oh, no, I'd rather go for sushi with my friends. Right. Because that's what I want. Right. Right. So I'm right. making a choice to be not like I'm resentful. I want starting wars over. Yeah. <laughs> I like Pringles, not, you know. Yeah. But again, it's like what matters. Like right. I'm doing what matters as opposed to 
oh, I'm, I'm going to say yes to that one. I really don't want it because I hate sushi, but I'm going to people please. See, knowing the difference. Yeah, we talk about people pleasing a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did a whole episode. We had a whole, you like, know, we had a whole background of it. Yeah, right. and being in the music industry, being a people pleaser is a very uh, tough, conflicted <laughs> place to be. Yeah. Yeah, Not sustainable. Uh, That's not another sustainable. favorite word. Not sustainable. Sustainability is a that great was a word. Big word for us too, because we we saw what was going on there. You know, at the top level of the shit, and how much the people come and go. And how the frequency of it and how it was kind of being like a pop star or whatever is kind of like the least sustainable business model possible. Mm. (laughs) Even let's say you get to the very top, right? Yeah. Get a number one for like eight weeks, 10 week, whatever. Well, your next song in today's world has to be number one for 10 or 12 weeks. Right. Right. And then it just has to just keep going like that. Yeah. And if not, then they're just like, and they're just. There are 6,000 kids waiting and, you know, to, sure. line, to just get, take the next spot. So we saw all these things happen. We were like, oh, but like, I want to, I want to still be doing this though. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. how do we, how do we get there and do that at a high level? Yeah. Well, I think the, you know, the, the, let's, whatever the percentage is, let's call it the 1% of the 1%. Like the huge artists that are known around the world are a tiny number of people, like microscopic. Yeah. And then every country has their like top stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the bulk of working artists that will have 40 year careers yeah. are here. Mm-hmm. And you might not know them, but their fans do. And they've been touring for 12 years and they've made seven albums and they're still going. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's actually where most artists have are successful. Correct. And in that space, you might start doing film composing or you might produce another artist. Like there's so many, you can use all your talents there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know, when an artist is like, you know, comes in, maybe they're young, whatever. And they're like, I want to be the next Beyonce. I want to be like Beyonce. I'm like, do you really? Yeah. Like, like do you know what that means? Yeah. Do you know what that means? Yeah. That's an that is enterprise, a- you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and so you have to like start getting into the industry to find out what does this industry even look like? What is it? What do I want it to be? And then like, oh, I didn't have a lot of friends or, or artists I work with who toured for 10 years. And then they're like, I really want to be staying home now. Like yeah. I, I have a family and I don't want to be on the road anymore. And so, okay, what am I doing now? Am I producing other people? Am I, am I playing on people's tracks? What am I, what am I doing? That's going to keep, Oh, I'm going to start doing film scores. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have several lives and, mm-hmm. and then Absolutely. just utilize all your different skills. Cause yeah. you know, one artist I work with is now doing big pop-up, um, dinner parties with like five course meals paired with the album. <laughs> That's so tight. We should totally do oh, that. Oh man, I want to do that. <laughs> but why? Because he always threw parties and cooked and he, he comes from a lineage of family that has a restaurant and he loves, mm-hmm. and he, he loves food and cooking and, and he started having like, okay, I'm going to have actually make this a dinner and then I'm going to have it do it at a restaurant and we're going to have seatings and they're going to pay for it. And then he's, so he's like, he literally is creating a new career and he's a music producer and a mixer and he, like, so cool. You know, it's using all those skills that you have that just do yeah. it again, make a life you love. I love combining like different talents, you know, and some things you don't know. Like if you're making lotions and potions and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm also a singer. Okay. And I'm putting an album out. Okay. So I would name, like I started making necklaces. I was like, well, name the necklaces after the songs that there I was go. recording while I made the necklace. There you go. That connects it. You're immediately inviting the audience into your yeah. brain. Yeah. And the emotion and even mm-hmm. the, the style. One I love that. thing that's been interesting for our, because, yeah, we're on our third life at this point. You right. know what I mean? And she is so versatile 
almost it almost kind of starts going the other way where it's be, you have to start really let but like really what do you want to do though yeah. right mm. and or you could just continue doing a bunch of things and that's great too but like if you want to try to you know see where this is going to go and start focusing on shit then it starts you have to start clarifying yeah mm-hmm. and it is it's almost a it's a blessing and a curse to be super versatile musically or uh you know hobby wise and all these things cuz it's like well then how do you you know, well, how do you, you start paring it down? You do the sprays and you do the necklaces yep. and then you see what is my audience responding to? Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, they're loving the jewelry. Let's go further in Let's that. Let's do that. Yep. And then it has to match with you saying, oh, I still love doing this. Right. It has right? to if match. If you get to the place where you're like, I really hate doing this now. <laughs> it might not be giving it up. It might be, oh, the demand is so high and it can't just be done. We need to expand the team. Right. Like I can't do all this by hand. Right. right. And then it, it becomes building the team to do it. And now, oh, now that's running without me. Oh, now I can focus on another project mm. and get that going. And then, oh, the audience, it's not working. Tweak it, tweak it, or change it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because we only have so much bandwidth, right? Like you asked me about my book. It is sitting waiting for me to finish. <laughs> yeah. Right, see, there, and, so I've heard, much, everything I've heard, takes so much energy. Writing yes. a book, though, I to, to, to be fair, like I've heard that writing a book is like the hardest thing i don't know why people are very overwhelmed by the mountain it's such a massive it is, project it is yeah. I, I have found a couple things that have helped me a lot and and now that i've done my courses which i didn't answer your questions so we can talk about the bar method but oh, now yeah. oh just yeah. we're out of, time. out of time now that we've now that i've done my courses though i see things that i've done in the workbooks and in that process going oh I know the element now that is needed to finish my book. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so it that, happened for a reason. It clarified it. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that, um, and that's where the bandwidth is. Like on my, I have several projects. I have a podcast that I've recorded a bunch of interviews for and I, I have more to do, but I'm like, okay, I just need the bandwidth and the time to like make the podcast happen and then make it a regular thing. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I've got two, three things to finish first, but that's on the agenda, you know? Um, the, someone told me this and this helped me with my book a lot. Also, I don't sit and type it. I talk it out I, or I dictate it. That's what you need to do. Because yeah. I tell mm-hmm. stories verbally faster. Than, and also I, I have a lot more personality. I think when I speak, mm. you know, then if I start typing, I'll often take out the personality. Yeah. Something happens to me, especially if I'm writing lyrics or something. When I look at the phone, it just kind of... <laughs> pen and paper my friend yeah exactly yeah. It just i'm the one that comes with like all notes for every episode of the podcast organized and awesome he, i asked him to take notes one week and it said like one word and it like <laughs> and he's like no, hey that like, was just one time okay <laughs> other times there's like a paragraph it's okay people you can do whatever your process is is yeah. perfect yeah. so dictating it for me like that's how i did my ted talk i just talked it out so good and like by the third version i was like ah that's that's the flow yeah nice and then someone um an editor actually told me this and it helped a lot he said, make a content, like the chapter content with all the topics you want to cover and then just write whatever you want when you write it. You don't mm. have to write linearly. Hmm. So when I got inspired or had ideas about a chapter, oh, I just wrote that chapter and I didn't have to go from one to 10 in order. And then everything's inspired. Yeah. And it it's, yeah. You can just connect. Yeah, there, there's no disconnect. You can easily connect. Focus. That's right. And yeah. also maybe you add a chapter. You're like, oh, this is, I want to add this, but Instead of like, I don't know how, where it's going to end when I start, but you know, all the pieces. I know Dean Pitchford, um, an amazing songwriter. He wrote all the man that I need mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. He wrote fame. He wrote footloose screenplays. Jesus. Yeah. He's remarkable. Um, and he talked about, uh, when he writes a screenplay, which I just think is an amazing, amazing thing. He puts post-it notes all over the wall 
and he, he develops his character. So he'll have, let's say 10 characters and he just writes a bunch of situations that character would find themselves in. Okay. And then the script starts to come to life. <sighs> See, that's my vibe. That's I was like, style. I love that approach. Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, these are all, these are things this person would do mm-hmm. and find themselves in this moment. And so now the story, instead of like, Hmm, then what would be a funny next scene? And then this happened. Right. And I just, I'd never heard that approach. I was like, I love that. That's approach. really good. I'll yeah. shout out, shout out post-its. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great invention. Yeah. yeah that, that's my favorite shit. My favorite shit is, is that time that, that making it, that fi- trying yes. to put the things, channeling the inspiration, finding out what it is, figuring the out the process as yes. uncomfortable as it can be. I'm yeah. sure when he first started really making the post-its, he was probably sweating. I, I would be, I would be sweating. It's like, like is this going to work? Yeah. Anytime yeah. I learn is something new or it's sort of, I always compare it to like jumping in a pool of cold water and you're just like cross-eyed and you're like, eh, <laughs> it's something you're trying to channel, you know, right. but, the muse. But but then once you do it and then you're like, you know, it's cold for like two seconds and then you're fine. You're like, I just need more post-its. Yeah. I got to go back to the store and get more post-its. <laughs> oh, I used to panic. Like writing a song, there's this moment where it all falls apart. Yes. <laughs> Every time you're we like, start recording. You're like, is even good? We'll, we'll get like three quarters of the way through it and be like, is this fucking terrible? Yeah. <laughs> like, you remember the operation game? The yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. I feel like all the organs just came out and you're like, how do we put it back together? Oh, no. It was, it was all together a minute ago. He's going to wake up in three minutes. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> and I used to panic at that moment. And now I just go, oh, no, this is the moment before it all comes together. It, like, it magically, like, but like, if it was operation, the organs don't go all necessarily go back in the same place. Yeah. They'll be somewhere else. Like, <laughs> oh, that's not the bridge. That's the, po- that's the, this is a rib cage. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. pre. Yeah. That's yeah, the totally. pre. Yeah. There was a, um, a Spielberg doc on HBO, I think. And he talks about so this. Good. Have you seen this? Oh. So good. He, he talks about that very moment when you get backed into a corner and he's like, uh, you know, you don't know. All of a sudden you'll start setting it up how you see the shot and you go in there and it's not working. Yeah. And there's like this half second of like so pure panic yeah. that you have. Because especially on that level, you know, there's like that day is costing $3 million yeah. or something. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, and he, he is just has always had this inert, innate, uh, sorry, innate confidence where he could just know if his back is against the wall, he's going to find a way out of it. Yeah. He's going to shift something. Oh, it's just, you know, oh, shoot just this angle instead, you know, right. or scrap this, this scene completely and shoot it from someplace else. And he's just always known that that's like, that's going to happen in every single movie. Yeah. So knowing it's going to happen, he actually just has the attitude of we will pivot. Yes. Right. Yep. Oh, that moment of panic just means, oh, means I need to find a solution. Instead of that fear. Right. But also he's been directing for so long. Yeah. It's not just like innate. It's that, oh, I have so much experience that something will remind him of like, oh, remember that TV show we did 20 years ago and we yeah. solved the problem by doing this? Let's do that again. So oh, nice. Remember when fucking Jaws? Yeah. yeah I'm good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, E.T. was a, um, <laughs> yeah. that was cool. We had a one moment. But solutions come like that, like out of the file cabinet. Yeah, or oh, Or, or I remember a friend did this. I'm going to use that. Yeah. You know, th- that'll so solve true. it. And that's experience. Mm-hmm. That is more than your 10,000 hours. Yeah. It really is. I, and was that's- on, I was on a set of one of his films and saw the storyboards. And so, and it, so this is number one, having a team you can depend on, right? When you talk to the lighting person, they know their stuff. Like he has a team that knows him, knows his aesthetic, knows the work is great at their job. Mm. Right. So that's a big part. Like you can do your job when the people around you are really good at theirs. Yeah. 
And then he had like, this is the coloring. This is the lighting. Here's a, here's a visual of what I want the light to look like coming in through the window. And you're, and then I'm looking at the set and going, yep, that's being captured. Wow. You know? So you, it's you, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You're creating the vision, but then yes, if there's a problem, you don't go, but my storyboard. Right. 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 You figure out, okay, what would work? What's going to, what's going on? Where's the, where is the lighting? Where's the, let's, okay. But again, I think it is just a combination of trust experience and, and then that willingness team, to pivot willingness to change and lsd yeah <laughs> and you just they put those all together and you're spielberg there you go <laughs> amazing amazing no it's really cool because that's that's our favorite and i know we keep uh, harping on this but that was the part that we were missing you know mm. we couldn't indulge in finding out who, who we were through this creative expression right you know and that yeah. was that was hard that was the yeah. hardest part and she, it was, you had the balls, you had the courage to be like, dude, like, what are we doing, man? Right. What are we doing here? <laughs> why are it's we just amazing. chasing what, like you said, like Alanis Morissette, whoever's the hottest, but why we, you know, why does everybody just like sound like Katy Perry? Oh, right. now it's this sound like that. Right. And it's like, well, you're t- 10 years later. You just, you don't sound like anybody. You don't, don't know who you right. are. Yeah. And that happens. And then there are other networks or, or there are other labels or other communities or other companies that definitely do nurture you more like that want yeah. you to be you and want to help you do that management sure. you know i work with managers that absolutely like that's definitely true. there right? are people there are good 100%. ones yeah you got to find the good eggs yep. the other tricky part is when you're signed to a label as you said people change but that label has to feel like certain people and like okay there's a guy at a certain label I will only send him artists that are like X, Y, Z because that's what he loves. Uh, so don't send him these artists. Right. He'll be totally. like, he'll be like, what do I do with what this? What do I do with this? Don't send a vegan to the best steak town and house. Exactly. Uh, steak, steak, steak house in town. town. <laughs> yeah. Steak town I am totally sober. I swear. Such yeah. a waste. Wow. It's Such usually... a waste of a great steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, right. And that person's going to suffer. A waste of a great vegan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. But, but, but what happens though, when you're young, you don't necessarily know who's signing you with like, what Correct. else are they doing? Like do your research. You're not thinking about them. Like, Oh, this like older white straight white man. Like, what is he like? No, you're trying to be a pop star. Right. right. But if you know, like, Oh, this person signing me, like if you do your diligence, you do your research, you're like, Oh, I'm going to work with this producer because they produce all this music. That is so like the music I want to create. Right. I'm going to get signed by that label and a particular or that person mm. because they absolutely represent other artists that I'm, I could be on a festival stage with. Mm. So they're going to be super into me, mm. you know, just like if you're pitching yourself to a blog, you know, don't pitch yourself to a heavy metal blog. If that, if you're not a heavy metal artist, right. so you're the business, you need that as well. Because sometimes you just get into a place where they're they're like, well, we c- we could make you a success if we put you through our channel. Yes, and that's right. sometimes what they're asking you to do, yep. as opposed to let's figure out how to create the lane to su- make help you succeed. Yep. Agreed. You know? Agreed. No, yep. looking back, and we we had blown up like kind of overnight. Yeah. So I think that we would have probably spent more time talking to Kanye at the time when he had just started good music. Cause it was like, well, though we want to explore hip hop, we want right. to figure this out in, right. in a credible way, but we hadn't really built up a community. We were just covering songs on YouTube, which was like, cool. You got Katy Perry's fans because you tagged her song. That's right. So if you have the opportunity to sign with the biggest label that's interested in you and they're going to give you the most money, which we were, we thought that was success because we were raised in a country where that's what success looks like. Totally. You sign the deal and they make you do Katy Perry esque songs. And then you try to figure out who you are later. That's right. So it was a blessing in hindsight because we had the resources then to walk away and start over. And and like, like you said, you can't cheat it. 
You know, there's yeah. like whether it happens that way or another way, early, young, late, yeah. like it's it's all it's nothing you're going to be able to cheat, nor do you want to. That's no. the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems so like true. fucking terrible when you're in it. <laughs> yeah. It can. It can be. Can. It can feel fucking awkward. But what is that, I think uh, being in the tunnel is really rough, right? But yep. you know the other side of it yeah. is so much better. It's like, it's just beyond. And being on this side of the tunnel is suffering. So like, just get in it. It's hard, but you'll get through it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what transformation feels like. Yeah. Just put on some sunscreen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> SPF 50 or higher. You got it. Does it have the zinc in it? Is All it right. zinc oxide or the other shit? Yeah, zinc is good. I actually think that nothing is higher than 50. I don't think so either. They put, they yeah. put the number. They're like oh, 80. Really? It's yeah. like you're making that shit up. It's just yeah. maxed out. It's just maxed out. At now 50. it's just chemicals. Zinc it's is like our best. It's like when you're working with a, a uh, engineer and you're like, I don't know, change that. And they're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. And nothing changes. <laughs> nothing. You play it again. They're like, I love it. It's perfect. Like, oh my God. I great. do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're operating intuitively. Yeah. You're recording. You're like, oh, I hate that vocal take. And you go back to it and you're like, it's perfect. Yeah. Yes. God damn it. Nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing's like, changed. Yeah. One of my favorite stories of that is Tom Petty. Uh-oh. Yeah. He He's an amazing artist, right? He knows himself. One He's of my favorites. Incredible songwriter. So, and there's probably people listening right now going, I need to Google Tom Petty. Who is I that? Know. Oh, you better that's not. Wild. No, you should. That's no, wild. Definitely He's Google amazing. Him. Yeah. yeah but, oh, dude, that, in Maine, that's just fucking, that's what you grow up on. Okay. It is Maine. Yeah. 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 It's Nebraska, too. Yeah. There you go. So, Tom Petty turns in an album to his label, and they're like, dude, no, you need to change this. We need more guitars. You need that. You need this. We can't sell this. This is not, no. And he said, okay. And he went back to the studio and for six months via phone calls and emails, he's like, yep, working on it, making those changes. Six months later, he oh delivered the God. exact same album. Oh my God. Yes. And they loved it. Free Fallen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so his biggest album, yeah. like Grammy winning, yep. like, like you could say it was a comeback. Like it was like huge, right? It was, was this is a huge, huge album. Every song on it is a hit. Um, and he didn't change a thing because wow. he knew like, and again, this is a mature adult who'd been in the business a long time yeah. who knew himself. And he's like, I know my music. They just need to hear it and be able to go, yeah, we can market this. Right. Like yeah. six months later. Also, they felt that they had contributed to the album because he said they did. Ah. So that's what we found. Yeah. Like most of the time they just wanted to feel like they were involved. involved. Yeah. Which I, I understand that. Totally. Well, yeah. Other, they want to feel they're doing their job. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I get it. I, I would want to feel involved. Nobody wants to be told like what to do. And just like yeah. go, you know, blow it. They, no, they want to be a part of it. Yeah, I want yeah. to contribute. Yeah. Like, yeah. right? But again, that just, that's so funny though. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Classic, oh god, those that's such stories, a great story. It's so funny. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and and again, I also know like other artists who were big and would say, "Oh yeah, when I was young, I didn't listen enough, and the people around me gave me great advice, mm. and I didn't listen, and I blew it." So there's, you know, if you if you think I know everything and you're not listening. That's the problem for your soul and your career. Right. Yeah. If everyone around you is just saying yes to you, also yeah. a problem mm -hmm. for your career scary. and your soul. That's a scary place. Yeah. yeah. You need people that you trust and that push back and like, yeah. mm -mm, you can, I know you've got more in you there. You can be more vulnerable or mm. let's, you know, but always someone who feels supportive and is like championing you. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you've got people that make you feel small, get rid of them. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's so true. We got episodes about that too, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So, so what? Yeah, the par method. So, yes, yes. Oh, I, I just basically took all my years of coaching and said I want to be able to um, share this with more people. 
and also like my vision of community and support and such. I've, I've led a group called the artist circle for many years with live events, which my vision was basically a support group for creatives mm. where people can really talk about the things you go through together mm. and get insights from each other. Like, Oh, I went through that. This is what I did, yeah. you know? And, and then it becomes an amazing networking experience because you're meeting amazing people that you're going to collaborate with. But the going in for me, it's like support group, amazing networking, as opposed to, networking, which is often approached as who could be my Santa in this room? You know? Mm, yeah. Who right. could make my, my career happen? Where's my totally, sugar daddy? Totally. Yes. It's the LA like eye scatter. Yes. You know, oh, no. no one, you're at a party and <laughs> yeah. no one like, is looking you wait, in the eye. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Looking, hold on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So the par method, I'd looked at everything I do with artists and turn it into online courses. Mm-hmm. And some of them are pre-recorded, So anyone could be like, I want to learn that thing that Wendy does. I can go take this course online. Mm-hmm. You can then join the community and meet other people that do it, connect with them. Artists were doing um, events as well. So you'll learn directly from me at those events, but, and then also connect with other artists. So people have made new friends in there and collaborators. And then the, the live course with me is, is compass and that's the authentic branding. So blueprint is where we start. Let's start with what do you love about what you're doing and what's stopping you? Where are your resistance is? What are you afraid of? And let's get you in your confidence and get you listening to yourself and trusting yourself. Uh, voice maps is a style course just full of vocal games you can play to expand your vocal style, like discover that you can do things you didn't realize you could do. Mm. Learn to get out of your habits, right? Like yeah. some singers, like God. just always take a melody down. The same. Right. You're like always oh. sing out of tune. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. So like you'll discover your habits and then going, Oh, I didn't realize I did this all the time. But now that I'm trying to change it, I can see where I'm afraid or where I'm stuck. So this just gets you to expand your style and suddenly you're writing songs with new melodies. Mm. You're writing different rhythm patterns. Um, sound chart is a three-step process to help distill your sound into a recipe on paper. Mm. So this is really about helping the artist like remember music that they forgot they loved. Mm. You know, especially along the ways of people telling you, you're good at that. You should be more like that. And then you forget like, wait a minute. I love the blues. Right. When did I stop singing the blues? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Oh, I've been doing covers or I've been doing more of this. So... Some of it's like a remembering and some of it is, um, it's really going to become a recipe, like distilled ingredients from like vibe and message to like exact instrumentation. Mm -hmm. And then you take that to the studio and you play, Hmm. right? Let's say you're edgy and, uh, uh, I'm an edgy feminine, you know, something else. And you go, so you go in the studio and you're like, okay. In this song, is the edge my vocal and the lyric? Is it the synth? Where's the dark in this? And then where's the feminine? Is it in like these synth sounds or is it in in the lyric? So some of those ingredients will be like olive oil. Oh, this is in all my songs, right? And others will be like cinnamon. This is in these two songs. Okay. (laughs) But you got to explore, right? This is all about like finding out. That, That course I take, Sylvina Moreno, she's a Latin recording artist on Sony, and she was making her fifth record. She took Compass, and she's the example I take through Soundchart. That's cool. She discovered she loves piano-driven songs. <laughs> and she's literally like, I've never done a piano-driven oh, wow. song. <laughs> you're just a guitar ex- player. You're extracting, oh, so you're extracting like, the soul identity of an artist and, and putting it on paper one. so that yep. when you go to work with people that you hopefully you trust, even yes. if you don't trust them, you can be like, nope, it's a piano. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a piano. I think of it like a dartboard. Like we all, we need to get the artist on their own dartboard yep. 
And sometimes they don't know what that looks like. Like that's part of the whole time of exploring. Mm. But let's totally. say, okay, we're on the dartboard and we, and you know it cause you're like, Oh, this is feeling good. I like this. And we got to aim for the bullseye. Yeah. When you hit the 10, that's when labels and everyone's going, oh, we want to work with it's you. It's not funny. Right. Cause like you, it's authentic. Yeah. It's resonating. Yeah. Totally. But what happens when you hit the bullseye? You just keep going into it. Right. Like mm. you've discovered it. Like we're going to evolve and then you're going to evolve some more and then, and then you change. But and then you change again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to change from like, I love chocolate to, you know, I love vanilla as my core. Like right. The core doesn't change, but life experiences and like, oh, you're a parent now, or you had a heart heartbreak. Like mm. these things help you grow. You could probably run it through your system again. Yes. Every six months. Every well, that, 18 like months. Like Soundchart, you could do it for every album. Yeah. Right? That, like, and you'll find, oh, these things are all still there. These are the new elements for the new record. Yeah. That's so Sylvina's fifth record like really shifted with both the sound and then because of Compass. So Compass is the branding course. And so let me help you find your voice through mm. all these processes. Yeah. Like I'm never telling you who you are. Right. I'm helping you just with Put questions and processes to discover yourself. Mm -hmm. And now how does that get expressed in my persona on stage and in my visuals and in my merch and in my mm. logo and in my sound and in my social media. So like, Oh, we're going to go into archetypes. Yeah. Right? Ooh, like, obsessed with archetypes. Yeah. I love archetypes. <gasps> Did you read the Carolyn Miss book? That is my um, number one resource for people to go explore. Here we go. Sacred contracts. Are we is, best friends? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my favorite book by her and it's her favorite book by her. I believe that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah she's, cool. she's a genius too. She's amazing. Yeah. I, I got to meet her and she's remarkable. Yeah. That's really she's like, that book is incredible. She's on Gaia too. I always tell you guys yeah. about Gaia and I've, been, I've just been in that like spiritual world trying to find these folks because they yeah. know they're just sensitive to this stuff. And again, lots of years of experience. In yes. It, right? But her archetypes totally. book, um, shoot, there's a different title. We'll include Sacred it in the show contracts. notes. Thank you. Sacred Contracts. It's on my book. Um, I have Miss. a reading list, like a book recommended reading list. Yes. On so my shop. It's in there. Where do people go to connect with you and sign up for these sure wendyparr.com okay. two r's p-a-r-r wendyparr.com will take you through the par method you can check out the courses you can there's going to be um i have a new like free mini course that's called navigator which is about mm. like tapping into like your archetypes and who Huge. you are you go it's going to start go. tapping you in there uh, you can sign up for the waiting list for that because we're like in the process of editing it and such right now. So but it's sick. really a free mini course you're going to get a lot out of. I will be taking that mini course. Right. I don't know about no, you. She loved, I mean, this is this guys. This is it. This is yeah. it. This is the meat. This is how you get to the place. And you Wendy's get artists to. go on to have like top Billboard charting albums, like mo like pretty much always. So yeah. it's not like even about that. That's going to happen if you get in alignment. Sure. With your soul and well, your artistry. Your success, how does success come? When you believe in what you're doing, what right. you're doing resonates with you, resonates with the audience. Like that's how success happens. Like anybody scrolling right now stops at what resonates to them, stops at authenticity and just keeps swiping for and the And the algorithm mm -hmm. learns your shit <laughs> yeah. and you eventually do end up in your niche world of your own, which is yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So regardless of that success that we see from sure. your clients, even like in, a, in the American way of money and numbers, the real joy of this is the actual process of 100% pulling that so essence fun. out. And I think it's, it's so much like it's soul work too. At the end of the it day, is. it's like, you really, you're here, you're in a human body. Let's figure this shit out. Let's have fun with it. We yeah. get to fucking in on, you know, get sound waves and make fucking cool sounds. Let's see what, what we can make. And you know, when you have a hit record and you know this, you're going to sing it 
every public <laughs> appearance God for damn it. two years. Yeah, exactly. And then if you're fortunate for seven, yeah. and if yeah. you're fortunate for the rest of your life, right? Right, Because it was that big of a hit. You better like the way that shit sounds. Yeah, you yeah. better know, like, it better be a mantra. Yeah. Because you're ha- having thousands of people sing along with you. That's true, too. You know? You know? And that's that's the key, but you have to like it. Like, if everyone else likes it and you're like, I just kind of got here. So, I'll give you an example. An artist I work with, viral on TikTok, Alex Chambers. He's an awesome human being. Viral on TikTok, got signed to Billy Mann, major management, amazing human being. Billy Mann's an incredible songwriter and, and human being in the music business. Great. So, I said to Alec, here's what's going to happen now. In about six weeks, well, you're going to get in the studio with a bunch of amazing producers. You're going to be writing. Now, Alec is multi-instrumentalist, great songwriter. Like, he plays every instrument, super talented guy. I'm like, in six weeks, you're going to be on TV singing a song, looking around going, how did I get here? This isn't really me. And he's like, Wendy, that's exactly what's happening. Oh, God. <laughs> it, that's, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. So, now, we'd been coaching for a number of years, like, again, and why I created my, the incubator that I have now which by the way, leads to long-term support, right? So the incubator has mentorship. We have this month, we have a mentor from Disney, Hollywood Records and Warner Brother, mm. A&R. I have managers, I have producers, I have all kinds of people that, are, that become uh, mentors so that when you do the artist incubator, you have monthly support after. Mm. So Because oh, nice. ha- again, this is in four weeks, you're going to get so much information about yourself. Yes. And now I'm going to spend the next six months do you think like, the labels should just have you on like call for all just like that's get, the good point that's <laughs> major that's, labels if you're listening mouth, like literally there we go. if you want these artists that you're signing to have yep. a sustainable and long long career yeah. and then turn around and give I mean, you they, fucking hits that's right you know that's right no that's the, my goal is to support artists and and that's indie signed like everybody right? yeah. like like i want i want the industry to landscape to feel really different yeah right yeah. and for people's experience to be better hmm. so alec uh took compass and then he went back to his team and was like here is my sound on paper and and in the process discovered he was like oh, these were pieces i didn't realize like i'm making my music and i know what i like but oh these are really specific things hmm. and so now his music his first single is dark can be beautiful it's, he's just, he discusses his mental health. He started sharing about his stutter on social media, mm-hmm. which he'd never done before. Um, he told me his management team brought him in for a two-hour meeting and just asked questions, right? Because they are doing artists. Who are you? Who are you? And he said, Wendy, I had the answer to all the questions. Fuck yeah. But only because I took the course. Wow. He's like, if I hadn't, I would have been going, I don't know. Uh, right. I don't know. And that's mostly what happens. Right. I was there. Yeah. Saying, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So he's like, I had the answer. So what's happening? Everything's like, okay, we see your dartboard. Let's go into it. Let's go into it. And he left me the most beautiful message recently, like a couple weeks ago. He was like, Wendy, I'm just doing all the things we talked about. Like, I'm just being me. It's so much easier. I'm just, I'm not trying to be like an artist, a cool artist or figure out like, it's just me. I'm just doing me. And the more you do that, he's like, it's just, you can't get you wrong. Right. Yep. Right. There's no imposter syndrome if you're being you. Right. 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 And you just have to remember that like no one in the world knows what they're doing. So when you God. feel that way, you just go, oh, I'm no, just being me. No, we're good. Oh, yeah. no. This is, uh, this is a human issue, not <laughs> yes, me. That's right. This yeah. is a human issue. Exactly. Exactly. Like wow. there is no life manual or we wouldn't be having this conversation. Correct. Yeah. What would be the point? Right. Right? This episode is now your life manual, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
Well, I hope everybody has gotten a lot of nuggets of gems, of diamonds, of shit, of frosting out of this episode. Like, what a beautiful um, tool for those of you. If you have people in your life that are also creative and artists and are looking for something like this, please share it. Um, Don't forget to rate and review. And I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot more of Wendy. I don't know in what capacity. We're just going to trust whatever it is. Once a month, we'll just bring her on. (laughs) Right, right. I'm so in. J9 was like, when she said, you need to meet him, like, the answer is yes, because if you're saying so and then we were chatting and i was like and also you were wearing that blue fuzzy coat and i was like she's got a lot of fuzzy coats a lot of fake furs i love it i was like i love your style i'm all in give me a hug yes (laughs) mostly want to feel your jacket well thank you and thank you for all of your wisdom thank you or congratulations on everything you're working on it's really fucking cool yeah it's you know what i'm super proud like there are a lot of obstacles you know and the beginning was like there was a lot of like running into walls. Yep. And once I go got over a certain learning curve, I started going, okay, I'm seeing the paths yes. and, and we're cutting away the thing. And I'm like, I'm feeling really good about this. And now like as developed as it is, I'm also like, oh, I'm seeing the steps I'm taking to the big vision. Okay. And, and also just pairing like expectation with reality mm. is really helpful. And, you know, we had twins in the process of this. That's so. what I was going to say. You just had some Congratulations. babies. Thank you. So and now it's a family all of a sudden? <gasps> oh, yeah. Like from single to party of four. Very quickly. Yes. <laughs> and that was life-changing, and I didn't realize it was going to slow me down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Surprise. Yeah. Nothing's going to change, Nothing's right? Nothing's going to change. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay. The pace is going to be a little slower than you want it to be. That's okay. But it took me a minute to be like, I'm okay with that. Probably now. a blessing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Slow down is one of my favorite things to tell myself, too. Yeah. And, and we're terrible at it. Oh, it, terrible. We, we yeah. actively practice it. Sometimes Same. I write it in big you know letters I mean? and tape it to the wall. and Go somewhere. Get the fuck out of your habits. Yes. Go go change it up like you're, you know, like you're saying. Put it in your schedule to literally be like, yeah. take a walk or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know, this is break time. It's true, though, because I can, like, I know you all are like, we're doers. We're like, I'm, let's go. We got to, we're yeah. here to make it happen and you make it happen. Yeah. Which is also like super fun, but you do, you need rest. And you the need flip downtime. side of that is, yeah, take a fucking break sometimes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Grass so is how always do we... greener forever. <laughs> well, you fucking heard it here first. We fucking killed it. <laughs> Wendy fucking pie. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. We love you so much. <laughs> 